friends, and welcome to the Scramble Podcast, brought to you by Farmer's Hen House, eggs that not only taste good, but do good for the hen, the farmer, the environment, and the community, and most importantly, for you. And so today, we are joined by one of our co-owners and the, I would say, second founder, if you will, of Farmer's Hen House, Mr. Mark Miller. So, Mark, thank you for joining us today. Okay. There you go. All right. How are you today? Sir? I'm doing well. What is going well today for you? Well, I have a fairly easy day because it's my birthday, so I kind of just cruising today. Today's your birthday? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we ask how old you are? Yeah. How old? I, I'm 66. 66, wow. Um, so what are you doing to celebrate, apart from working and doing this podcast? Well, I went for a nice walk in the timber, in the woods, just yeah. over lunchtime. Okay. And uh, and this evening, the kids are coming over, grandkids, and yeah. we'll have a party. And you can have some cake? Some cake. What about? I heard you like ice cream with uh, fresh strawberries. Exactly. Will that be there? I'm sure it will. Okay, I might be showing or up. At then. least hope it will. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you're showing up, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow, man, you didn't, you didn't tell me it was your birthday. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I should have. I should give you something. I can give you one of these pens. Do you no. have one of these? <laughs> they say Farmer's in House on them. Yeah. Um, well, happy birthday, Mark. All right. I, Thank I'd, you. I'd sing to you, but then it wouldn't be a happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, uh, apart from it being your birthday, uh, this is your first podcast, I hear. Right. Right. Um, and this will probably give birth to your future podcasting career, I assume. <laughs> okay. Um, but what we want to do today, uh, kind of like we've been doing in part, I think just capturing the story a farmer's hen house. Um, and so obviously you, I assume, have some stories to tell. Yes, I, I don't know how do. I don't know how good they are, but yeah. I assume you got some to tell. Um, but maybe just to begin, kind of take us through how you got introduced to Farmer's Hen House and how you came to own it. Okay. Um, we... My Amish neighbor, Eldon. Uh, Eldon. Eldon's been on here, by the way. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. My Amish neighbor, Eldon, he wanted to sell the the business that he had started. And um, so... This, this is in 97, right? No. Or no, 2000. 2000. Yeah, okay. And... Uh, so he was looking for someone to buy it and get involved and and make it carry on what he had started. Yeah. And I really didn't think it was a fit for me, but uh, what were you he, what were you doing at the time when he asked you? I was working for a seed and fertilizer um, company. Okay. And um, so, anyway, he he contacted my wife Irma, 
first, or she happened to answer. Did the he phone. try? He tried to sell it to her first. No. Oh, okay. But, um, he said something to her first because she answered the phone and, yeah. and was at home. And anyway, um, through that, it was like I don't really think that would be my a fit for me, but yeah. we ought to check it out. Yeah. And um, so when we talked to Eldon and we thought about it for a month and and finally we said yes we will we will do it and yeah. he, he made the terms had fairly good terms and so 20 years ago i started in a business that i didn't know much about <laughs> but i was ready to learn and um was it like drinking from a fire hose would you say well not quite but almost okay but the people, the employees he had, um, worked well. Yeah. And and I also employed Eldon for four years, so he okay. was he was the one helping me get it get it going and right. keeping it going. Okay. And um, so that worked out real well. Yeah. And after that four years is when Ryan came on board and yep. my son Ryan and. We made it family business. Family business. Yeah, and that was twenty years ago in April, right? First of March. The first of March. Oh my goodness! So we're celebrating though in April, right? Yes, with right. a twenty-year uh, anniversary open house. So yeah. if you're in the area and you find yourself listening to this <laughs> podcast, or if you want to make a trek from uh, from the coast or what have you, uh, you're more than welcome to, right? Open right. to the public. Yeah, open to the public, yes. And there'll be eggs. Eggs and, and pancakes. Pancakes. And sausage. And I forget that this phone is plugged in, and I always need to remind myself to unplug it, and then I forget to plug it back in <laughs> because Kendall doesn't have uh, his phone working when he usually comes in the next day. Oh. I'm gonna turn mine off too. I gotta remember to do that. See, this is a part I might edit out. Or maybe I'll leave in just for <laughs> some comic, uh, comic relief. So, yeah, 20 years ago, March 1st, you bought the business, became owner. Right. Yeah. Um, now, why do you think that Eldon picked you or called you were, were you like a certain number on his list or were you at the top of his list did he tell you uh, I'm sure I wasn't the top of the list because he had tried some other people too oh yeah he, had, he, <laughs> he told you that yeah. people, people told you that yeah um, so I mean what but do you have a sense of why he reached out to you would you have a good relationship with him or what was that like um, yeah I mean, we didn't know each other. You guys are related all, the, all that well. Probably related at some point, well, right? Oh, somewhere, but yeah. not very close. Back in Germany or something, maybe. <laughs> One step after Germany. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, for you, did you have a, a background in eggs or farming? I mean, you said you were working for a, a seed company. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would had. You know, we had chickens and growing up, and yeah. 
in that, so I would have had some okay. in that, but in, mostly in dairy and hogs and and um, and uh, company. I, I worked where for a feed company um, for six years and did yeah. dairy nutrition and so I. So you had some insights. Some insights. Yeah. And I did learn the um, some of the organic stuff from the company I worked for just before this. Okay. So. Yeah. Now, did you grow up Amish? Right. You did? Yeah. Okay. New order or old order? Old order. Now, can you explain to people what the difference is between new order Amish and old order Amish? Yes, but how long you <laughs> what's is there a cliff note version uh yeah, basically they're um one of the visual differences is that the new order have rubber tires on their tractors and okay uh so they can use them going down the road and then they also have um uh, electricity if they want to okay that isn't or that's either solar or tractor powered or something okay like that. so growing up old order you didn't have those luxuries no so what was what was your youth like then I mean no electricity obviously no rubber tires um, it's a little bit hard to explain because um, I wasn't very very Amish when I was Amish oh really no okay so you're, you're my my family my mom and dad were Amish but I had brothers and sisters that weren't I see. and uh, and so by the time we were 15 16 years old we left the Amish and okay and uh, that was okay with my parents, which yeah, most most Amish that's not okay. Sure. Now, did your folks stay Amish? No, then they left also. Okay, so. and um, and left for the Mennonites, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, did you know Eldon then in your Amish upbringing, um, or I knew who he was. But yeah. I didn't okay. Know him. Yeah. Yeah. So he came on 2000, and where was this company at, would you say, in March of 2000? How would you, how would you I guess, describe it? Describe it? Yeah. Um, in 2000, we had approximately 10 producers. Okay. And so that was our volume of eggs back then. Yeah. And what stores did, uh, did or was the brand in? Uh, it was in Farmer's Hen House, and. Uh, but what retailers, I guess? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we also we marketed High V back then. Okay, just yeah. in Iowa. Yeah. 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 Okay. In uh, High V and UNFI. United Natural Foods. Yeah. Had yeah. distribution through them. Yes. Yeah. And that that was about it for the accounts. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what was your first real order of business when you came in? Um, the first order of business was was just helping run run eggs through and learning what happens and you know where my customers were yeah and uh and then we also got into some egg washing for another company okay and uh, where we would just bring in a semi load of eggs and wash them and send them back out okay and and that was real profitable for that first year we did yeah quite a few loads for that that first year yeah so now what were some of the the big turning points would you say kind of in the beginning of your time at farmers hen house that maybe set the company on a trajectory that it's on today well we had a we also had a market in california okay and for organic eggs that we would put on open pallets you know and would not necessarily put in cartons for that that company we would just and we sent them a lot a lot of eggs yeah that way was that a result of eldon's uh road trip out there his bus trip where he kind of just cold turkey showed up at companies well, looking for no probably or? not a result of it okay but, but he um you know he did some some uh visiting in california as far as that but yeah but it mostly by telephone i think okay and, and finding uh someone they were looking for a supply somewhat of a supply of an egg, of organic eggs yeah and since we weren't a big company they were more wanted to buy from us because we weren't a name brand company sure yeah and so that worked pretty well yeah yeah so that was a big that was kind of a tip uh, turning point in part yeah yeah and so we we uh had a lot of farmers that were wanting to get into eggs mm -hmm. uh, because the milk and the hogs wasn't very well very good at that point yeah and, and so they were looking for something yeah another income and and so we would add as many barns as we could thought we could get rid of <laughs> yeah yeah so there was uh suddenly uh, uh an influx of farmers who wanted to to be able to produce right yeah okay um which obviously increased your supply and allowed you to go out and probably find more accounts more or accounts, what yeah. yeah so after uh high v who is, uh, I guess, the next kind of big retailer that came on the scene, would you say? Well, I'm not sure. We had a lot of small, small retailers. Co-ops and things, yeah. yeah. And um, it wasn't until probably 2003 or four that we started doing some for like the Sparbo, the um, trying to think of what other 
companies. companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wow, that's all right. Well, it was like Kid and Villa and. Yeah. There's another one we did. That yeah, I'll take, you, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of it after. Yeah, yeah. That. Um. <clears throat> but we start at, at that time, probably 2003 and four. we started doing more for individual companies yeah. out there that were wanting to start into organic. organics. Yeah. yeah. It would, the company I was trying to think of was Sheena Valley. Okay, yeah. So you had these bigger companies that wanted to get into organics. Um, they found you guys. They thought, okay, we could partner with Farmers Hen House to produce organics for us. We'll still we'll sell it. You know, we sell it with our name on it, right? Right. But they're buying the eggs from you, the organic it, eggs from you guys, right. and selling them. It was right at the time when uh, grocery chains were looking at needing to find a source of organic eggs to put in their stores yeah. to go along with their regular eggs and they didn't want to go out and start a hen house right, and all that they yeah. wanted to buy a couple pallets a week and yeah and then it became 10 pallets a week and and that's how it yeah and at the same time you were still selling farmers hen house branded eggs right right to high V, to other smaller stores um but simultaneously then selling these eggs to these bigger companies who are wanting organics but not wanting to put all the investment in to do it on do it their, themselves right right um so uh that was in 2003 that kind of three and really four going. yeah and, and then when would you say farmer's henhouse brand started to really grow or when did you see the growth of the brand itself Probably more in 2007 and eight. Yeah. It's probably when it grew. Was there an event or a thing that happened to for that growth or? No. Yeah. I think it's just. Momentum building over yeah. the years. Ryan finding more outlets and. Yeah. Because Ryan, Ryan, so Ryan came on full time. In 2004. 2004. He got his master's in school counseling, <laughs> and then he came on full-time in the hen house, which I suppose that having that degree in counseling may be good at some yeah. point. Yeah, right, uh, and running a business. But um, now did you have or did you foresee a vision for what Farmer's Hen House would become or what it is today? No, not really. I I didn't envision us doing what we are today. Yeah. I, I the first three four years we did first three years probably we had a lot of part time help and I know I um, envision getting having enough business to do so that I could employ full-time people yeah so i didn't have to go look for part-time people every every week or every day and uh i had one one family that had had four sons okay and i would literally call him every morning (laughs) and see if i could have 
I needed two today, yeah. or I needed four today. Can I have four boys today yeah, to yeah. work? And send, send them over. <laughs> yes, that's good. I gotta do. I'm gonna do that with my sons. I got three of them, so okay. Yeah, we'll just put them on a wait list. <laughs> there you go. When you need them, just send them on over. He had a roofing business, so he if he they didn't come work for me they'd work they'd, for him yeah so if i begged enough why he'd let me have three it's of an, them yeah keep <laughs> one for himself that's good so when you look back and you just see where farmers Hen house started and where it is today like how would you describe that mind-boggling is it really yeah yeah i mean it's not yeah. it's not something where you're like oh yeah no i saw this coming it's yeah. something where no when we when we um, when we hit the five thousand cases per week is what we were doing. Um, we were like, as the production team, we were like saying, "This is this is all we can do." Yeah, you know, we can't really take on any more business. This is all we can do. Yeah, and Ryan says. You don't ever tell anybody we can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So that's why we're doing four times that much yeah. on certain weeks. <laughs> you found a way. Um, what would you uh, see as the reasons why Farmer's Hen House has grown and why it continues to grow? I think the reason main reason that it it continues to grow is that we we've formed a company that I think our employees enjoy working yeah as the most part and and then I think our producers are satisfied with what we're doing yeah and so that and then making a good product right we um yeah we do they do our our employees have done a excellent job as to since we do a lot of oddball stuff when i say oddball or little stuff changes that yeah and then getting that right 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 yeah and i think that to me is is one of the biggest um components of success i've seen just in my short time here is the the employees are happy (laughs) right they enjoy coming to work they enjoy the the work they do from from you know what i can tell um and that spills over right i mean that spills over into making an excellent product into excellent customer service and relationships with other businesses and retailers and um i think to me that's an integral part into any company's success is that right. the people that work for it are, are happy to do so, right? Right, right. Um, which is interesting because, you know, it's not like we're Google headquarters here or, <laughs> right. you know, working for Apple and, you know, have uh, <laughs> like the pool and all the spa features. Right. Uh, although <laughs> we're working on that though, right? Right. You're working on bringing in a spa center <laughs> into the office, I, I've heard. <laughs> Um, but I will say that it's probably as much the employees um, enhancing that part as us as owners. Yeah. You, to, 
to and try to enhance that environment. I mean, they brought the environment with them too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's qualities that uh, employees have brought and contributed to obviously the success of the company. Um, So you're still an employee today, right? I am. What do you do? I I do a couple deliveries. Yeah. One every week on Thursdays, I go to Des Moines and and do deliveries there there and then to Davenport every other week and okay and then it, other than that it's just odds and ends yeah and whatever needs to get done right yeah whatever needs to get done whatever Ryan tells you to do right right <laughs> <laughs> um and I'm the only uh right now I'm the only one available with the CDL to go oh yeah to do other you know to fill in okay with the CDL I gotta get. I gotta get on it. I gotta. I was supposed to take my test a few years back, uh, just for another uh, gig. So maybe I can finally cash there in on go. it and help you out. Drive a truck. Um, so so you you do deliveries and, and odd jobs, obviously um, here. And then um, when you started, did you find yourself doing pretty much anything that needed to be done, or did you kind of have a another role or was there something in particular that you were doing when you were you know the primary owner and running the show when i over the years i did a lot of different things i mean fill or i say fill in or i did the role of you know running the machine to being the person bringing eggs in and out yeah um a lot of different roles but i probably over the years if someone went home dirty it was probably me yeah so i left the office work more for ryan to do yeah and so you, you preferred to do the the dirty work if yeah you will. yeah um what, what would you say your favorite thing to do as far as all the the different jobs you've done here what's been your favorite thing to do The favorite thing would have been in production working with the employees. Yeah. But a, probably a close second would have been the opposite, and that's being on the truck yeah, out yeah, by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the uh, yeah opposite ends of the spectrum there. Right. But well, that's good. In between, there's a balance somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, we've featured you in a Meet the Hen House Monday. I don't know if you ever saw it. It was on social media where we took a picture of you at your fancy desk. I fancy don't cubicle. remember if I actually saw it then either. No, that's all right. We, uh, we can show it to you if you really want to see it. But um, for those of people, or for the people listening who maybe weren't familiar with that or haven't seen that, what do you like to do when you're not in the hen house? How do you spend your time? And you can be honest. No one, no one's going to tell. Nobody's going to tell. No. Um, probably things I enjoy doing, uh, apart with being home with my wife, but. Uh, some hobbies I have are like working in my shop 
and riding four-wheeler motorcycle. Oh, you got a motorcycle? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, a 650 BMW oh. and then also Suzuki dirt bike. Okay. Yes, I'm fun with those. Which is fun. <laughs> now, why'd you why'd you go with BMW? Were you doing road trips or something, or what? No, I just f- happened to find that one. Okay, you do that, the ma- maintenance on it yourself, then? Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was just that it's the bike kind of fits me for what I need and want yeah. to do. You don't see many BMW motorcycles in Iowa, at least. Oh yeah. Do you? Yeah. Really. If it's not a Harley, it's probably a, a Honda BMW. or a Honda, maybe. No, there's more BMWs than Honda. Really? Huh. I think on the road, okay. that is. But um, I've only seen them. I spent a summer working in Germany, and obviously there, they're everywhere. Yeah. And they have, you know, different designs. Obviously, where but I remember one. There's like a roof. It was like a almost a, a cab, like a circle, just kind of this. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of confounded by it but um mm-hmm. so r- riding atvs um dirt bike motorcycle right you still do you still do doing jumps at 66 oh if i can if you yeah. can yeah, yeah. okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, jump? i still I, I still feel around <laughs> yeah that's good and, and you got grandkids i got grandkids how many i have eight grandkids okay spending time with the grandkids and they're all in the area right right yeah which is nice and they all love to fish yeah and the other thing i enjoy doing is i'm a bird watcher yeah maybe not going out and spending a lot of time just bird watching but i watch birds all the time yeah you know i notice birds that fly over or one that goes flying over to the tree and what what bird was that yeah now have you always been keen on birds or is that something yes i always have i think i got that from my mother but yeah well probably from my brothers too but so you got like a bird book then you can identify them identify them and see i it's interesting i well so i i used to read i mean read a lot more and write a lot um and I was always impressed by two things that uh, a lot of the writers I respected had knowledge of. One was birds, and the second one was trees. And so I've tried to develop a, a, uh, a appreciation of birds and trees, and I have it, but I guess I've, I've tried to develop a knowledge base so I can identify. But I, I, my memory is horrible, oh. and I can't hardly identify anything except for maybe a robin cardinal blue jay <laughs> the obvious ones sparrow yeah. i probably couldn't even identify a sparrow accurately to be honest but i can probably walk out in the well yeah like i went for a walk in the woods and i can probably name identify pretty much all of every tree that's there yeah that's pretty good maybe well you need to train me you can be my uh my sensei, sensei. that's right train <laughs> me in the ways of the the trees and the birds um the birds so, and the bees Nah. well yeah i think i got i think i got some adequate training in that um but you know if you got some tips i'm always here um <laughs> 
So now, do you still have chickens at your house? No. Okay. You've been chickened out. I've been chickened out. Yeah. Do you like eggs? I do. I yeah. eat two every morning for yeah. breakfast. Do you have a preference of what kind of eggs? Obviously, farmer's hen house, right. sure. Yeah, but um, as far as most of the time, my organic eggs. Yeah. Sunny side up. See, my, my or wife, just over easy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's how I like them. See, my wife loves our pasteurized eggs, oh, okay. and she she's uh, pretty certain that there's a difference. Now. You know, we had Laura in here to do a an, a frequently asked question episode, and Laura was saying, you know, from the studies that there really isn't anything proven as far as there being a difference in taste. Um, but my wife's pretty certain there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 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 she's always excited if there's a pasture raised uh, <laughs> box available to bring home. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, let's see some parting questions here because I know you got to get going. You got where are you? Where are you going? You got to go celebrate your birthday, right? Yes, we, I, I brought some ice cream bars for. Oh, we got break. So oh my we goodness! Be out of here before three. What do you got? Ice cream and what? Ice cream bars. Ice cream bars. So like ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. Are they different? You might have never had any what they call Kelowna bars. What? No, I've never heard of Kelowna bars. You'll find out. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited. Do you make them or do you buy them? I buy them. Where do you buy them at? At Yachty's Ice Cream in Kelowna. Okay. Oh, man. I'm really excited. They're the only ones that make them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I tell you what. I've worked at a lot of companies throughout my years, but I would say none celebrate birthdays as well as Farmer's Hen House. Oh, really? Yeah. There's always ice cream and brownies or cake so, or something, right? Um, yeah. No, I can I can appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark, we appreciate you taking the time, uh, on, especially on your birthday of all days, to sit down and tell us a little bit more about the story of Farmer's Hen House, um, too, about your, uh, your hobbies, like bird watching, riding motorcycles. Sure. Fishing, all that fun stuff. Um, karaoke. Is that one of your hobbies? No. You know what karaoke is? Not really. No. You probably didn't learn that growing up. Old old order Amish. No. It's where you go to a bar and you sing uh, pop songs. Like, either, and you sing them as if they're, you wrote them, right? As if you're on oh, stage really? performing. Yeah. We'll have to take you sometime. Oh, okay. See what you can sing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, thank you, Mark, uh, and thank you all for listening. Again, this is the Scramble Podcast brought to you by Farmer's Hen House. Eggs that not only taste good, but do good for the farmer, the hen, the environment, the community, and most importantly, for you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.